My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! Alberto Scorfano. Luca Panguro. Piacere. Trollamo Trombetta. It's a human thing. I'm kind of an expert. What does it mean? The, the thing you just said? Come on, I'll show you some more stuff. Hey everyone, this is Pop Horror Review the Movie Podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And today, we are talking about Luca on Disney+. Plus. I was... Okay, so this is going to sound really stupid, but you know, it's usually what I do. Uh, what's hello in Italian? Is it... Is it um, Bonjour. Bonjour. No. I thought that was French. That's Bonjour why I was, is French. Bonjour. Oh. Okay, I thought it was Chab. Why don't you ask us these questions before we or start? Go on to Google. Well, no, because I, I, I literally, as soon as I pressed the button to like play the clip, I was like, oh, wait, I should say like something in Italian because they were talking Italian. And I was like, oh, no, I, I don't want to stop. So I was like, let me just, I'll just ask on the podcast. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Luca on Disney Plus. The summary for this movie is on the Italian Riviera, an unlikely but strange friendship grows between a human being and two sea monsters disguised as a human. It is 89% on Rotten Tomatoes for critics and 85% on Rotten Tomatoes for audiences. And sorry, I like totally forgot what was the next thing, but that's the drink. It is called the Sea Monster. It is vodka, Sprite, lemon juice, lime juice, blue curacao. Oh, oh, and pink lemonade seltzer and vodka. You said vodka twice. Well, maybe there's... Wow, maybe there must there's, be a lot of vodka. Or does it, does I just it look like the ocean. Uh, yeah, but I also forgot to take out the second vodka, so <laughs> whatever. There's two shots of vodka now. <laughs> Surprise. But we're going to start off. Kelly, give us a shotgun sound. Wait, is it? Wait, hold on. <laughs> what is it? Yes, that see, is shotgun. See, now, I, for, I I think we've turned it into shotgun, like a gun, but like I think it's... Star- I'm pretty sure when I, we said this name, I think we started off as like shotgunning a beer. Drink. Do you want me to yeah. shotgun a beer right now? Jimmy, quick. Is your beer open? No. Well, how, how okay. am I supposed to make that noise though? <laughs> I need to get. I need to, Jimmy. Just like open your beer and do the. Okay. That was better because we like changed it too, but it doesn't matter. Everyone knows what a shotgun is. Ooh, I just looked at the levels for his popping, and I was like, "What's that really long thin line that just happened?" I was like, "Oh, Jimmy opening a beer." <laughs> oh my god, it was like perfect ASMR. I loved it though. So I have I have like one fun fact, but I really I was like I figured since Pixar always has the like those like specific easter eggs they have in every movie i figured i'd tell everyone listening what those were so the first the first just fun fact i had was the animation style for this movie was both inspired by looney tunes and studio ghibli which also was the inspiration for a lot of this movie i found out which i i don't watch a lot of those movies so i wouldn't have guessed that but he's uh, i read a lot of a lot of the look of the movie was based on studio ghibli and now the a the a113 number was in the movie towards the end. It was the it was on the ticket for the train ticket that Alberto gives to Luca. Did anyone see that one? No. No. Um, I wasn't really paying that much of attention to, for it. Oh, I always try to look for them. Uh, I saw that one, but the other the other um, the other ones I didn't see. Uh, during the final race at the end, a Pizza Planet car that looks like an Italian. Like I an saw older, that. I didn't see I saw that. that. As an older Italian vehicle was shown uh, behind. Oh, what's the what's the villain kid's name? I can't pronounce that. E- I'm Ercole. Thank you, Ercole. Wait, why wasn't it a Vespa? A Pizza Planet Vespa delivery. Oh, that would have been fun. Come on, Pixar, you're losing your touch. But they also like if 
There's not a lot. Of, there wasn't like hundreds of Vespas in that town. There was one. I have I have thoughts on that, but when we get into the review, okay. Um, and then the the Pixar Luxo ball was spotted on a rooftop uh, towards the end of the movie when the boys are racing through the town. And then, which I was upset about this one. This is the first Pixar movie to not have John Ratzenberger in any capacity, and I was very upset about that. More than I should be as a 27 year old man. What about figured, the one I saw? What did you see? The Roman Holiday poster. Oh, well, that wasn't like the traditional every Pixar movie Easter egg. I so, know, but it was funny. Would you story. like to tell people about it? There's a Roman Holiday poster. Where? When in the movie? It's towards the beginning, I think, when they first meet uh, the girl. And it's just in the background. It looks like an old movie poster like that was like painted on a building. I think I've read that the... Is it 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? That There's a poster also for that... Um, I think they had like a lot of like older movies like painted on the walls as posters. Well, let me see if they get the year right. I don't remember there being a year in the movie. No, that was 1954. And then Roman Holiday, I think, was actually that year. Wait, but where did you see a year, Jim? No, it was 53. No, I'm just saying, like, did they keep just the the years? Like, but, are they right with the years? how do you know it was like, in the was- 50s? Is my they because said Luca. Luca takes place in the 50s. Oh, did they? Yeah, oh, well, first of all, it looks like it. And they had yeah. a Roman Holiday poster. Well, I was just, I don't know. I thought that might have been the second Easter egg. I, I didn't, I don't remember them saying the fifties, but that makes more sense now. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions nah. like in a consultation visit? I really or didn't something care. I just wanted lines? to roll along the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beer is based on a limited amount of time, and I only had two beers. <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. Did we like the movie? Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Kelly? I liked it. I didn't think it was great, but I liked it. I I, I, I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite Pixar movie, but it, it definitely held up the Pixar caliber for me. I, I, I did enjoy it. I like the simplicity of it. I don't know. I Just the very... I feel like they've never gone that... Oh, maybe I'm trying to think now. I don't think they've ever gone that simple where it's just like more of like a... There wasn't much of a plot per se towards the first half and then the second half sort of came... The plot kind of came in. But I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. It's like I said, it's not. It's no Cars 2. It's not a bad movie, but it's it's not like my top five, but it's it's a good movie. I thought it, I thought it was actually going off what Jimmy said, like Pixar, you're getting lazy. I was like, this movie... It's definitely better than Cars 2, don't get me wrong, but it's definitely, like, I felt like they were a little lazy on this film. In what way? To be honest. Well, like, all of the Easter eggs are at the end of the movie. Like, they were like, oh, fuck, we forgot to put all this shit in. And then, two, kind of like what you just said with the story, like, this is an extremely simple story, which is kind of, like, not what I was expecting because Pixar's usually, they usually do really good with, like, picking a good, like, like a lesson or like a moral or something like that. And it's just like, this was just kind of like, this is a pretty generic, like this is a pretty generic story to be quite honest. I mean, I read that online. Like they said there, what the moral was, it was to like 
to, to never stop, like to always uh, try different things. But like, I feel like to me, I let, that was the whole, I thought that was what actually raised it in my book with the simplicity of it. Cause the, I think the concept, if it went to into story, I actually think what for me would have heard it more. I thought I I'm liked- just going to attribute it to the fact that this is the director's first ever feature film. Yeah. It's his directorial debut. He's worked on like a bunch of Pixar movies as like I think like the art department I think it said on. Did he do a Pixar short, La Luna? No, no. was that him? That Pixar? Yeah, that was him. Going back to what Kelly said with laziness, I'm like the first half of this was The Little Mermaid. Yeah, like him, he's That's collecting what I, gadgets. Exactly what I got. He wants to be on land. I'm like, this is The Little Mermaid. And then once they got to the actual Italian town, I was like, oh, okay, this is a different story now. Oh, see, I, I mean, I, I ever got Little Mermaid vibes, but um, I mean, I can see it. It's not, it's not, it's uh, once you say it, you can kind of see it, but I never got it. But it's, I mean, but you're saying like he's supposed to, you're saying Luke is supposed to be like Ariel? Yeah. Exactly. It was like 100% Ariel. He was like picking up gadgets and he wanted to go to the surface. But he wasn't picking up gadgets. Yes, he was. No, yeah, Alberto was. was the one that was collecting gadgets. Yeah, he was also yeah, collecting gadgets. But the the alarm went, clock and he, the, the card. He went all the way out there to get the gadgets that he saw floating on the ground. He was, it wasn't that far out there. It was like around where he was farming with the fish. Sheep. Yeah, but he went there because he wanted to see the gadgets. So if you find a gadget, that means it's a little mermaid? Matt, are you really trying to argue this? This is straight up little mermaid. He's a sea creature. Uh-huh. Who wants to be on land. Who saw human stuff and wanted to see the human stuff and wanted to go on land to see human stuff. I also and are you are you really taking that little minuscule thing and saying it's not Little Mermaid over that one well, word? I, I personally never got Little Mermaid vibes while watching it. That's like the first thing I got when I was watching it. When when yeah, he same. When, even when like I guess it was Alberto, he was uh, getting the stuff off the fisherman's boat in the very beginning. I was like, he's just collecting random stuff. I thought that was Alberto's dad. I thought he, it was going to be that the harpoon actually hit his dad and killed him. But it didn't go that way. <laughs> no. It could have been his dad. They never said that. I mean, they never told you how he died. Well, they said that his dad just left him, which was kind of or like. Did you th- or does he think he left him? No, but he actually died be- and never came because back. Because he said, apparently, he's like, you're, you're old enough to be on your own now. Oh. So I don't think he said that and then died. Famous I think that was words. a little weak. I think that was a little weak. Like, I felt like they should have delved into that more. I mean, like, you get the gist of it, but it's also, like, you're missing the emotional weight that it could have brought, like, extra to the movie. Because, I, I, I mean, it's more, I feel like you're not supposed to, you're more just supposed to, the focus on Luca and then, uh, what's the girl's name? Um, Julia. Yeah, Julia. And I feel like you're supposed to really not, you're supposed to get little bits of Alberto because that's the whole thing. Like, he's, like, feeling left out and you're not supposed to really form that until later, I thought. I, I don't know. I mean, the the first half to me, I like the second half better, but the first half, like I said, the the simplicity of it sold me on it. And I also liked how they took like the characters and they almost looked like stop motion, but then the background looked like photorealistic. And I, I liked the kind of, I don't know, that was, a, I thought that was a very interesting animation choice. And I was like, it, it the, I liked the, I liked how they especially went with um, almost like a stop motion looking characters, at least for the people. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I actually didn't, I didn't enjoy that. Why? I don't know. Pixar was never one to do stop motion, so I feel like they're just kind of like getting off of the other like big stop motion films. I don't know. It looked like the Willoughby's. What was that movie? Yeah, yeah. I remember it. The Willoughby's don't look like stop motion. It, it it it's it looks like it was made not by stop motion, but like 
to look like stop motion. Like the hair was made of yarn and like it just it I don't know, it just it looked clay. It didn't give me an original vibe the way they animated this. I thought the animation was okay. It was I don't think it was great, but my thing is just like I really didn't feel any type of I guess because of how simple the story was, I didn't really feel any type of connection to any of the characters. So that kind of like made the movie kind of like I liked it. I thought it was cute. Like I generally liked it, but I didn't feel any type of connection, to be quite honest. See, I thought it was lacking a little. See, now I feel like if they would have went more, though, into the plot, I would have you would have lost like I feel like it just wouldn't be on the it's because I thought the whole movie was a connection between the. It's two. not about the plot, but I didn't even feel their friendship, really, to be honest. It's I didn't feel a connection between any of the characters. Like, everything happened so quickly. And, like, I felt for Luca, but Alberto, Julia, and everyone else, I felt zero connection. I felt like we didn't spend, like, enough time with them or they just didn't put in enough poignant parts of the movie to, like, really solidify, like, this is a friendship, blah, 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 like. I felt like I didn't know enough of them to really like connect with them. I felt this would have been better as a short film. Oh yeah, this probably would have been a really good short. Because I'm, I'm watching this and I'm like, this this would have been a good short film, but that it's didn't only happen. An hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, so I feel like they could have cut kind of like the whole beginning part and just have them going out into the town, and that would have been a perfect short film. I, I mean, I, I I mean, I feel like it would have been fine, I per, like a good short film. But I, I mean, to me, I like that they didn't like. I feel like if they just would have, I think if you tried to make it more. I think look, they, if they tried to do more, it would be like they're trying too hard. Then it's just like I feel like they kind of let just the. I got connections. I mean, I got connections because at the end when they're going their separate ways, I was like, "Damn!" I, I thought this movie was gonna be a movie where I wasn't getting in my feels, and then it got me in my feels when they're leaving on the train. And then you, I feel for um, is it Julia? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And then like with the whole like she feels like such like an outcast, and I felt for her, and then. I feel like they, the I, thing is, is that they said she's an outcast, but like literally only the air colite guy was like a jerk to her. Everyone else was pretty nice to her. Mm, no, no I, everyone, I disagree on yeah, that. No all, they really always nice made fun of her for vomiting. They were always, yeah, but they also were like, "Hey, Julia, hey!" Like when she was riding her bike through. Oh, I got more of like a "Hey, Julia!" Like what's no, up? I I think it's somewhere in between. It, it might be somewhere in between. I don't think. Like she's there, they're not like the adults aren't going to be nasty to her, but they're all they're like, yeah, she always throws up. This she's year. annoying. She's just yeah. always there. So I, I, that's I mean, what I got. I don't think they all hated her, but I don't think they all particularly liked her. I don't know. I guess that's just another thing that like I didn't, I wasn't interested in the character too much, so I didn't pay close attention. Because I thought this this is one of like the the char- I mean, I guess because the thing was so simple is the, for me is what the characters what drew me in the most because I was very. I guess I was the opposite of Kelly. Like I literally like felt for them all. I was like, I, I is like, even when she realized when they were got like, um, when they woke up and I guess all the dew from the tree made them a sea monster. And then they like kind of, they fell down, like try to hide. And like, she didn't know where they were. So she thought they left. And I was like, Oh, it feels like this is not the first time she had a friend just disappear on her. That I mean, I, I I've got, I got all those notes they were trying to hit, but it didn't give me as many, because um, I remember everyone was like, this is just like, call me by your name for like kids, but it didn't really, what did they call it, Jimmy? What were you saying? It Calamari was like, Calamari by your name. Oh, Calamari by your name. I, I didn't get as much, I think it was just because it was Italy. I think if it wasn't set in that little town, it, you wouldn't have got that vibe, but. It was, I, I, I mean, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, this looks like, call me by your name. But then I kind of just thought it was just friendship. That's what I got from it. 
just like childhood friendships yeah. over like a summer. So that that's kind of what I got from it. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't get Call Me by Your Name a lot during this film. Well, did you like the characters? Like, did you not like the characters? Did you connect with the characters? Because like our Discord right now is that I didn't connect with any of the characters really, and Matt says he connected with them. No, I, I really don't think I connected with them. Uh, I, it's I felt a little less connected. So, so if so, what? So if was there would there be a reasoning for either two of you to feel like what would they have? I think you might have said this, but I forgot. Did like, anything they could have done to make you feel you wanted them to have more backstory? I think they really, I think they really just went surface on these characters. We we learned like the bare minimum of them. Like, where's Julia's mom? Like. Are they divorced? Is that why they live in different... Yeah, they're divorced. Did they say that? Mm-hmm. They didn't say. They just said she lives in... Where was it? Geneva? Oh, I thought that... I thought it? I thought she was telling Luca or, what the, or about the... Or the dad was saying something like how like his wife left and stuff. Then I must have missed it, but I don't remember. I, I, I vaguely it. remember like being like, oh, they're not saying they're divorced, but they don't live together. Like, I just felt like we just like barely touched upon the characters. Like, I saw the friendship between Alberto and Luca... But then Alberto, we just kind of get like a throwaway line about what happened with his dad. And then with Luca, we is a more fleshed out character, which is why, like, I care about him more. And obviously the movie's about him. But then Julia, it's like, oh, she's an outcast. But like, in all honesty, it's basically like we just we took a paintbrush and went over them once. And that's it. Yeah. Did anyone I, I love the music in this. Did anyone else like the score to this? I don't remember it, so probably not. <laughs> I mean, I did like it because every time I was Matt, you came into the room, you were like, "Oh my god, I love this score! Oh my god, I love this score! Oh my god!" Because I, I, I literally would come in because I would hear the music, and I was so like, oh, I, "Let me come in." I was listening to the music a little more because every five seconds you would come in and say, "Oh, I love the score." Okay, but what? Do you, but besides, did you like it, or was it just? It's not the best score. I don't think it's very memorable, but I enjoyed it. Um, no, I like yeah. if if you were to ask me, I could not whistle the theme right now. There um, is one thing I did love what? when they ate the pasta and I don't even like pasta, but I was like, that looks really good. Like I'm hungry now. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it was like, they actually, that's like a real dish. Apparently I was like reading about like stuff. Buzzfeed did a Buzzfeed made every pasta that they made in this movie and tasted it. <laughs> and they were like, we're obsessed. I love how there's like a race where, I mean, like that's only Italy where it's just like, you have to swim and then eat a bunch of carbs, and then ride a bike. I was like, I eating feel like pasta should be the last thing. I felt like I would, I would throw up after. I was like, yeah, no wonder it's that Michael you know. Scott. It's Michael I, Scott. I was thinking that too. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, poor Julia. Like, no one. Everyone should be throwing up. Like, why is no one throwing up besides her? Because you're literally swimming and then eating. How, do you have to eat just a bowl, a big bowl? Is that what it was? Yeah, you have to eat the bowl. And then all of a sudden, you're literally going up this like huge hill that even the guy who won last, like who's been winning for years and years. Could barely go up. I'm like, what this? I was like, I would, I well, would poop and vomit be, at the same time. To be fair, they also like traditionally had teams do this. Like Julia was doing this by herself. That is true. So that is true. Okay, that is true. There's only one person eating. <laughs> that's true. But even Luke, I mean, maybe Luca because he's a sea monster. He has small metabolism or a quick metabolism. So it was just we're fine. But did anyone else? Oh, that's what I want to say. Did anyone else? And it might have been me because I was more attached to the movie. Get like were they were you guys just kind of like a, like have like a little bit of nerves that like every time they almost got found out there were sea monsters? No, no, because okay. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I knew it was going to happen, but I was just like, I was like, is it this time? Oh, and then you like, it's just they were just. It made me it made me nervous because I knew it was happening. I was like, I need you just to find out that you're sea monsters. The reaction to Julia wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought Julia was going to like say goodbye. 
I also um I also knew that there were like a couple townspeople who were sea monsters just living there. You knew there was the old people. I was gonna ask. I didn't that. know who it was, but I knew that there was definitely some. Like when it started raining, everyone would put their umbrellas up. I was like, oh, someone's gonna take it down and they're gonna turn into a sea monster. Oh, true. I didn't, I forgot that like the whole town put up the the umbrellas. Well, I got the vibe because when the grandma was like, "Oh yeah, I've been up there," I'm just like, "Oh yeah, there's definitely like, there's probably some other dudes up there, but I don't know who it is." <laughs> yeah, you know, what, like the the first half of this, I don't know if it's because like it's like just like more like sea monsters. The first half gave me more like onward vibes because they were like it was like, "What's life like with like for a sea monster?" Sort of like what's life like for like these mythical creatures, and then it kind of as soon as they like focused more on like the actual human aspect. I feel like I lost that. Did anyone else get that or was that just me? Yeah, yeah, I think that was just you. Because I feel like when, especially when like he was like, there was like the sheep fish and he was like, literally like they were just like living life. Everything was just like sea monster related instead of normal. I was like that, that was very similar to Onward. But I also thought, I also thought Maya Rudolph for some reason was an Onward and I got that confused with Big I kept thinking she was an Onward too and I'm like, wow, two Pixar movies? That's what I said. And then I'm like, wait, no, that's Julie Louis Dreyfus. She was in a, a, I keep thinking I get her confused you know with what? Big Hero Six. No, you're talking. Are you thinking about Octavia Spencer? No, no. Uh, I was thinking of the Julia Louis Dreyfus character. Yeah, she was in Big Hero Six. Yeah, like I'm like I knew so she was in Disney movie. You know what it movie. is? It's because she was in the Mitchells versus the Machines. That's so what it's it was. Kind of like so. It's like she definitely did a speaking role as a mom sometime this year, and it was Mitchells versus the Machines. Also, yeah. Jimmy Armour was not this year. Why are you saying two movies in one year? In the uh, year, like within a year, almost within a year. Actually, she just has that mom voice, you know, for animated movies. That is actually probably 100% why I was like, oh, she was an Onward because I literally just saw Mitchells and Machines or Verse the Machines. But she does have a mom voice. It's just this one had like an Italian accent to it. Did a she little really? bit. A little bit. You can tell when she said certain things. When she said Italian words. <laughs> <laughs> I also like how I liked like the whole con, like the running joke where they just were like literally like torturing kids and like getting like throwing them in water or like dunking water on them. That I did like. I was laughing during that because I was just like, this is like just torture and literally no one's doing anything. Like these two adults are straight up trying to drown these children and no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I know. I was I, I like how like and then like they didn't like stop. I think they did that until the end where they, they finally found Luca. I was like, I think they were wet, like not wedding people. That sounds weird. But I think they were like, get, like dumping water on however they which way they were. They were literally like kicking them, too. I was like. Was no one going to say anything or I guess, I guess no one really, I guess people are too busy in their summer, summer enjoyment on the I will, Riviera. I will say though that it was very strange that the villain Ercole in this movie, that they made him do, take a lot of dark actions like in this movie, which I thought was a little strange. Like the fact that he was like willing to run them over in the water with his like speedboat. Like I was like, this is kind of fucked up. Like he straight up is like trying to kill them. Like, I, yeah, I think it was all just to try and get to win. But yeah, I see what you're saying. And I didn't really notice it that much. I was just like, because it. Watch it again. It's just like, there's no way you could just injure them. Like you're straight up trying to kill them right now. Like you're on a motorized boat. They're on a rowboat and you're going full speed at them. Like, what do you think is going to happen? No, yeah. And he had no intentions of like, you know, because like you could see them do that and then like, you know, just to scare them. Mm-hmm. But or, he was or like, like get a splash them and get them wet. Yes, exactly. But he like straight up was just going to run them over. And it's like, you 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 know, you literally just did attempted murder right there. Also, right? that wouldn't like, he wouldn't. So I feel like they wouldn't like, I get, well, they had a wooden boat. So that's probably why I was going to say, I feel like, um, 
he wouldn't survive that either. Or at least the, that boat would blow up too. But I guess it's a wooden boat, so it's not the same. Yeah, he had, it was like a piece of shit. Uh, I forgot what they're called. Like those boats, like yeah. were, like a dinghy. It was like no, a piece yeah. of shit di- wooden I forgot, dinghy. I forgot he had like a motorized one with the pulley stuff. Yeah. And then like they legit had the harpoons in that one scene when they were in the alley. And it's like, is he is he going to stab them? Like, what the hell is going on? I mean, Disney, like, Disney's done that. They have randomly dark moments in their movies no, sometimes. I know randomly dark moments, but it's like in this one, it was just straight up. It's like, are you, is this guy just trying to kill them? Like, I thought it was about a bike race, but he's like straight up trying to kill these two children. Cause I don't know how old he is. These, well, this town is very big 16. on their bike ride. I mean, he's their over bike 16, race. But I would think like maybe like 18. He shouldn't be hanging but, out with those small children. I was wondering that too. I was yeah. like, why is he hanging out? With them? Unless they're just like, Everyone like adores him because he like keeps winning and he's like the big shot in the town. But I wasn't sure the race. I I kept thinking it was like this big European race, and I'm like, and then I'm like, oh wait, no, it's just this small random town's race that they do every year. <laughs> what made you think it's a big European race? I don't know because everyone was like the woman following. announcing it was dressed up as a man. Well, okay, <laughs> that's when I realized Matt. Is it when you first saw him? With the, on the vest? Oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say Jimmy, like that was towards the beginning of like signing up. It was like right before sign up. I was like. But I, oh, okay. that, that's when I realized. But I get that. it. Like, that's an expensive thing, a Vespa and a nice one he had. So it's like, how much money are they giving them for him to afford a Vespa? It should well, just be like a year worth of pasta. I don't know if that, I don't know if he fully bought that on with that, the money from that. Cause they said like, can I afford that? He said, no, you can probably afford the, the rinky dink one that they end up but getting. He's also won five in a row. Oh, that's true. Cause he probably saved it. That's true. Like I said, I thought it was weird that they like took this villain, like, to like this level and i'm just like he's an 18 year old kid and these are children like aren't you would think he would just be trying to you know scare them you know Mm -hmm. bully them not like straight up attempt to commit murder (laughs) no yeah i was i mean i i mean for me at least i kind of liked i mean he did go dark in some moments but i liked how there wasn't just like a like a villain villain it was more just kind of like a it fit with the simple plot i kind of like so i kind of liked how it wasn't just like he wasn't out to like blow up the town or something like that. Or like he wasn't like doing this huge grand villain thing. All no, the yeah, time. no, that, that was fine. It's just like, yeah. it's weird that. No, like, yeah, yeah. He just wanted to kill children. To, yeah, exactly. I was just like, it's weird that his goal is to kill these kids and not just like scare them. Like, you know, you would think he's just trying to bully them, but he's like straight up, like threatening them with harpoons, trying to run them over. It's like, there's no way you could survive that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Also, speaking of when they, when he, um, when he tried to kill Alberta when he was in the water and like, uh, she finally found out that he was a sea monster. Like, I feel like Alberto didn't care that they were throwing harpoons at him. I guess he was emotionally distraught. I don't know. Did you notice that? Like, they literally were throwing it. He was just like looking at it. I was like, are you not going to like try to like avoid that harpoon well, coming at you? I th- I think he just kind of knows, like, these people are, like, stupid. Like, the people who were throwing it. Like, it was Ercole. It's true. like, there's no way that this guy's going to get me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There was a lot of, like, little, like, I remember reading online, there's a lot of things that people say resembled things from other Pixar movies. And, like, I didn't realize how many. They, like, they were saying. I got Eric, Finding Nemo. What? It, what? Which one? I got Finding Nemo when he's, like, with the, the, the sheep fish. I got, like, a, like, um reference it was not a reference but like i felt like they took from that like when when you first go into like the reef and finding nemo oh, okay in the beginning um because they said like ercole they said like people he resembled a young skinner from ratatouille they said like the the not the record player was from like that that was an up um 
They said something from Toy Story Four was in in this that that resemb- there was a lot of like resemble like, quote unquote resemblances. Like I wonder now I wish they like came out and said what was what because it's like some of this is probably just like fans going crazy being like oh that's that they definitely put that in because of that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, overall, like I did enjoy the movie. I thought it was cute. I just don't. It's probably this is probably around the lower of my Pixar movies. Like. I actually enjoyed Onward more than this, and that's saying a lot because I did not like Onward. Oh, really? No, I like this more than Onward. See, now I was at the perfect segue, Kelly, because I was gonna ask where you put we'll put this in the in the like the list of Pixar movies. So you put yours towards the bottom, uh, Jimmy. Like bottom five. Bottom five. It's in the middle. Middle. I think mine would be like top middle. The last one I really enjoyed was Incredibles two. I just thought that was a copy of Incredibles one, so I, I didn't I liked it, but I didn't love it. No, I really enjoyed that. Oh, like I loved Incredibles two. Oh, you know what game I wanted to play, and I totally forgot to write everything down. I was so shocked when I was reading the Rotten Tomato scores, like the audience scores for the different Pixar movies. You would be shocked to see, like, which ones were higher than others. Onward had higher audience score than Incredibles two. Um, I think like Luca had a higher audience score than, um, what was a recent like? Uh, no, Monsters University had a bigger audience score than Incredibles. I think it was. Which I was well, like, that's just rude. I was kind of, unless I'm confusing Incredibles, Incredibles, Incredibles I, too. I can I can understand that. Cause Monsters University is also like geared towards children. Incredibles is probably one of the more adult Pixar movies mm-hmm. compared to like geared towards just children. Like actually, if you think about it, Onward, Onward's audience score is higher than Luca. It's higher than Soul. It's higher than Toy Story Four, Incredibles Two, Cars Three, Coco. Finding Dory, The Good Dinosaur, Inside Out, Monsters University, Brave, Cars 2, Toy Story 3, Up, Wally, Ratatouille, Cars. What was the last one? the highest one. Wow, I never even realized that. What was the last Pixar movie to come out before Onward? Before before Onward? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. I believe it was Toy Story 4. I believe it was Toy Story 4 with 2019. That's so weird that... It got so high. No, it, it's like, the highest audience score for a Pixar movie, which blows I my really, mind. I don't think that's right. Like, even the original Toy Stories, like, excuse me, like, Toy Story 1 and 2, how do you go higher than those? Like, that's like a 90 and onwards at a Honestly, 95. I'm going to be 100% honest. I have a feeling because it's a, because of Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. It could be. That could be 100%. Like, the two of them have such large, especially Tom Holland, like, rabid fan bases that that could honestly be it. Like, also, it has nothing to do with the movie. It's just those two. I also thought, like, they enhanced the movie. Like, the vo- I thought they did a pretty good job. I mean, to me, they did a pretty good job. So I can see why people, like, went crazy for that, especially with their fan fan base. I mean, again, I didn't care for Onward at all. But like I said, like, I think just their two fan bases alone probably attributed to that really high score. Yeah, because I think usually, like, the, the classic Pixar ones are usually around, like, 90. But the highest critic score is Toy Story and Toy Story 2. Those are, those both have 100, and I don't think anything else beat that. I think Up got real close to it, and Inside Out got real close to it. And, yeah, those are the only two closest ones. But, yeah, so it's Toy Story 1 and 2 with critics and Onward with, Toy Story, uh, and onward with audiences. That's funny. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Jimmy, are you ready to rate it? Yeah. I will give it an 8.5. Kelly? I will give it a 6.5. I'm going to give it a 7.5. 7.5. I mean, I think we covered it. Anything else before we go, guys? No, I, 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 I'm I, just going to wait for the next um, 
Pixar movie. Are you excited for that one? Because I'm actually sort of excited for that one. I'm a little... Oh, I don't know what to think about it. Kelly, do you know what the next confused. one is? No. It's called Seeing Red. And it's about a girl who, when she gets overwhelmed and anxious, she turns into a giant red panda. Ooh. <laughs> I kind of like that. So that, that could <laughs> be interesting. Interested. And then the one... I think the, the next two... They it's going to be a metaphor for her period. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> actually, I never even thought of that. But it could be. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one after that is Lightyear, I believe. I think those not, I am not Lightyear. excited for that. How, oh, I'm, I think that's an interesting concept. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, just watch the Buzz Lightyear TV show. That's all you need to watch. But I think I love the Buzz Lightyear TV show. But like that, if I, you like the Buzz Lightyear TV show, I am so for it. I used to watch that all the time. Because like really, like it's not like I think they're they're being creative and not doing just the normal spinoff or sequel. It's like it's 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 like a spinoff, but like not. It's it's interesting. I think it's interesting. Could it be, could it go very bad? It could, but I mean, I like also like Chris Evans and he's voicing Buzz Lightyear or the guy who inspired Buzz Lightyear. So mm, I don't know. I'm not amused. Well, maybe you will. Maybe it's that not might, Incredibles 3. That so may be. Not, what if that, what happens if you watch it and you think it's better than Incredibles 3? It won't. I mean, two well, it or won't one. Because I, that's my favorite Pixar movie. It's it on, yet to beat it. Okay. Well, that's on, that's on, it's on record now. So when we review Lightyear. We'll have to play it back and see if how you feel. Jimmy will never admit <laughs> will never. that something beating Incredibles. No, like, even Incredibles if he is my favorite. <laughs> is my favorite Pixar movie of all time. What's your favorite animated movie of all time? Is that Beauty and the Beauty Beast? and the Beast? So which one's better, Beauty and the Beast or Incredibles? Incredibles. Which one's better, Midsummer or Incredibles? Midsummer. Okay, so we know his list of those three movies. Yeah. <laughs> Midsummer, Incredibles, and Beauty and the Beast. That's a fucking such a weird top three random movies. Like legit, like it's like straight up like Beauty and the Beast, The Incredibles, and then fucking Midsummer's and they're like, oh my god, like how does that even mix, bro? If I ever read just like throw, just throw Promising Young Woman up there too, <laughs> some really really crazy subject matter things, and then it's like Incredibles and and Beauty and the Beast. Jimmy, you're so complex. I, I am. I would love to see what's going on inside your mind there. <laughs> well, that's a perfect way to end it. So, guys, we will see you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media, at review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.